So the week three of the 2023 NFL season is finally here. And the Miami Dolphins are going to be taking on the Denver Broncos. This is going to be one crazy matchup. So anyway, welcome everybody to the 25th episode of Excuse the Miamians. Today is Friday, September 22nd. And I got to say, one hell of a season so far. Dolphins beat the Chargers. Then they go to New England and they beat them on Sunday Night Football. And I just have to be happy because finally we have a one o'clock game. Remember, we haven't been able to play a one o'clock game this entire season. So I'm just super happy that, that this is what's going to happen now. You know, finally we're here. The game's going to be great. And it is what it is. Now, one of the things that somebody's going to look at the Denver Broncos and go, oh, they're 0-2. They're going to be bad. I wouldn't really say that. Their games were really close. And I mean, don't get me wrong. They don't have a win. But the first game, they lost by one point. The second game, they lost by two points. And they should have actually been able to win those games. It's just they couldn't hold on to the lead and they couldn't finish off. So we're going to be going over the, the injury report. And I just want to say I am recording this on a Friday. But we haven't really gotten the initial stuff for Friday yet because that doesn't come out until later Friday or Saturday. So we'll see how it goes. But anyway, the Miami Dolphins list is very long. And I just want to say, some of these players are probably going to end up playing. I see about five names here. You know, they just usually put this stuff on the injury report just to have them there saying that they did have a little limited practice or not. But I do expect a lot of them to play. As for the Denver Broncos, they have a couple out of their four people. Three of them did not practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Who knows if they practice on Friday? They might not even play. But we'll go through the through the names. So for the Denver Broncos, they have Frank Clark, left uh, left back, and he has a hip injury, did not play. Mike Purcell did not play. Justin Simmons, hip, did not play. And Garrett Bowles, limited practice, and then a full participant on Thursday. So as for the Dolphins, this is going to be pretty wild, but I'll, I'll put my little input on everything. So we got Savon Ahmed, groin injury, did not practice both days. Jalen Waddle, concussion, did not practice both days. Teron Armstead, back, ankle, and knee, limited practice both days. Elijah Campbell, knee injury, limited practice. Raekwon Davis, limited practice. Julian Hill, limited practice. Tyler Croft, limited practice. Jalen Phillips, limited practice. Tyree Kill, ankle injury, but I think he's fine. Limited practice and full participant on Thursday. Andrew Van Ginkle, limited practice, full participant on Thursday. Xavier Howard, not injury related, so we are good. So out of everybody here, I think Xavier Howard, Gink, uh, Van Ginkle, Tyree Kill, Jalen Phillips, and Savon. I actually don't know about Savon Ahmed, but maybe uh, we got Raekwon Davis playing. Everybody, oh, and Teron Armstead for sure. But the big name that we see here, we got three big names. Teron Armstead. Let's just be talking about him because on week one, he did not play at all. I mean, we already know that he had suffered that, you know, that uh, during training camp, he suffered an injury. People thought that he was going to need surgery. He got carted off and there was a huge mess. Everybody was talking about how bad the O-line was going to be. And I'm not going to lie. We've been having such a good offensive line right now. You have to be happy with the way that the Dolphins are playing because last year it was pretty bad. And the Dolphins have been holding up. As of right now, they have the sixth best offensive line. And I know it's only two games, small sample size, but we haven't really given up a lot of sacks. And that could also be due to the fact that Tua has the fastest, you know, take, you know, throwing the ball out 
of, of his hands range. I mean, that's what he's been doing. He just hikes it. I think it's like two seconds. He reads the field and throws the ball. So it's hard for, for you to sack somebody like that. But you got to be happy with the way the line is playing. So Teron Armstead, I do expect him to play after getting a break on week two as well. He'll probably be back and making his season debut. Then you have Jalen Phillips. I uh, last year, I mean, last week, I did not say this because Jalen Phillips was he had he had a full participant on Wednesday and Thursday, and he had actually suffered the injury on a Friday. So that came out later after I did the episode, and he was one of those late scratches. Do I expect Jalen Phillips to play? Yes, he's been practicing with the team according to sources and everything on Twitter. So he was probably going to be playing. As for Jalen Waddle, this is going to be a huge blow to our team. I will say, if you did watch the last game, he suffered a really, really bad head, uh, head-to-head co- uh, contact with a New England Patriots player. You know, they got a penalty 15 yards, but he went to the blue tent. Once somebody goes to the blue tent, you know it's something serious. You know it's going to be a concussion. And according to Omar Kelly on Twitter, Jalen Waddle is entering state three of the NFL concussion protocol. He is in a red jersey right now, so you cannot, you know, touch him during practice. You cannot tackle him. You know, it's just a regular practice for him. But is it a possibility that Jalen Waddle could play? Yes, I do think he can play. But if the Dolphins want to play it safe, then maybe they won't put him out there. I mean, you do have Braxton Berrios out there that will probably end up... If, if Jalen Waddle doesn't play, you're looking at him being your second receiver. So we'll just see how that goes. But the depth chart for the Dolphins is pretty big. I mean, if you're looking at it, I think the Dolphins should be fine. Raheem Mostert, you could also use him, I guess, like as a receiver to throw it on the back, you know, on the side. But if we're going to be looking at it, you're going to have wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Braxton Berrios, and uh, probably Cedric Wilson Jr. And, you know, you're going to have to play like that for now. But remember, anytime you play in a sport, it's the next man up. If one player gets injured, you know, you still have to continue playing. So we'll see how it goes. But right now, as it's as it's starting, I do think that they're going to sit him down. Maybe that can change tomorrow or on Sunday on game day. But I see Tyreek, Braxton Berrios, and Cedric Wilson playing in the starting lineup. That's just what I'm seeing right now. So on ESPN Analytics, I know you can't really trust them because they said that the Miami Heat only had a 3% chance of going to the NBA Finals, and we ended up going. So, But we're just going to be throwing out some statistics. We have the Dolphins with a 70.1 chance to win this game. So that's giving the Broncos a 29% you know, percent. It's it's uh, it's pretty high up there for the Dolphins. And we're going to be talking about passing yards, season leaders for both. Obviously, it's only two games. But Russell Wilson, 45 for 66 with 485 yards, five touchdowns, and one interception. He's been playing really good. He's been playing a lot better than he did last year. And maybe that could be to the fact that they got a brand new coach. But who knows? I know that the Broncos last year were a complete mess. They were one of the worst teams. And no wonder they were getting booed every other day. And then on the Dolphins side, we have Tua, 49 for 75, with 715 yards, four touchdowns, and two interceptions. I can't lie, the way that the Dolphins have been playing, this is the most yards we've ever had in in our franchise's history. So that is insane. You know, we had beautiful, you know, we have beautiful names like Dan Marino and, you know, the undefeated Dolphins. And I know that the season was shorter before, but man. First two games of the season, we've never had a team get this many yards, so that's crazy. Uh, rushing yards, Denver's uh, Williams is leading them 25 carries, 96 yards. On the Dolphins side, we have Raheem Mostert, 28 carries, 158 yards, and three touchdowns. Every single game, Mostert has had a touchdown, and you already know, last 
week against the Patriots, he did have that beautiful run where he just, you know, he started stacking up our numbers. So uh, receiving yards, Mims Jr. for the Denver Broncos has four receptions, 122 yards and one touchdown. And Tyreek Hill leads all receivers on the Dolphins with 16 receptions, 20, 255 yards and three touchdowns. So if we're going to be looking at this, I do think that the Dolphins do have a better chance of winning this game. And it's not because, you know, I'm a, I'm a Dolphins fan, but it's because our offense has been pretty unstoppable. And if you're looking at the Broncos side, the Broncos, although they, you know, they almost beat both teams against the Raiders, they gave up a, a total of 261 yards. That isn't that much if you look at it. But when they played Washington, Washington came all the way back from being down big time in half to just demolishing them up in the second quarter. And I mean, the second half of the game and Washington had 388 total yards on the Broncos. Now, do you expect for them to fix this? Probably. But I do wonder if you're going to see Sean Payton taking a book out of Belichick's, you know, strategies and try to crowd up the middle of the field so Tua can't get to Tyree Kill anyway. But the way that the Dolphins have been playing, I mean, if you look at every single play, we always have somebody in motion. And whenever Tyreek Hill's going in motion, it does mess up their defense. Their defense is going to try to stop him. Now, do, what do I think? Tyreek Hill, in my eyes, is probably going to get over 100 yards, especially if Jalen Waddle does not play. You're going to see Braxton Burials getting some touches. You're going to see our tight ends getting a couple touches. But for the most part, Tyreek Hill is going to lead the way. Raheem Mostert, I just love whenever he runs the ball because... He's always really effective. You know, last year we we had five yards per carry. So if the Dolphins continue that, oh my gosh, like you already know we're going to be good. So if, if the Dolphins aren't able to uh, pass the ball as well, just give it to him and he's going to run us and get us some yards. I don't think that the Broncos are that bad. I, I know that people are saying, hey, they're 0-2 or whatever. Any given Sunday, anything can happen. The reason why Russell Wilson does have a lot more yardage, he should have been like at 440 for the year or 430, but he threw a Hail Mary last game. The reason, Listen, the reason why the Washington game is really, really close is because the Commanders came back. The Broncos at the end ended up allowing, uh, the, the Commanders allowed a Hail Mary touchdown by Russell Wilson, and because of that touchdown, they tried to go for that two-point conversion. They could not get it, so they lost that game, but... Things are going to be looking pretty sleek for them if they do go 0-3. As for the Dolphins, I do think they need to win this game. They can go 3-0. And imagine if the Bills lose next week. That means that the, I mean this week, that means that the Dolphins going into Buffalo next week, there's a way that they can go 4-0. And last year we did start 3-0. So it'd be a beautiful if we can also get that 3-0 start. One of the things that I do love about this team now is that Tua has been playing exceptionally well. And I'm glad that, you know, Mike McDaniel has a lot of trust in him. And I just feel like this offense is rolling. I've been a Dolphins fan since probably 07 or 08, whenever I started first watching football as a kid. And the way that I've never seen a team be this good, like well, a Miami Dolphins team, because we're so used to just going. I think we've gone to the playoffs twice or three times in the last like 20 seasons. So the fact that we've been on the road and we've been trying to look, you know, we've been looking as one of the best teams Tua right now was the favorite to win the MVP. And I know it's too early in the season to say that, but we look like a really, really good team. And if you did watch yesterday's Thursday night football game, I mean, San Francisco is a team that's fully loaded. I think that they're the team that could be going to the Super Bowl. 
But man, they didn't even look that good offensively. Brock Purdy wasn't doing the best. And if you're looking at it, Miami Dolphins, their offense right now as it stands, we are looking phenomenal. Hopefully we do not have anybody getting injured because as you know, injuries plagued this last season and it's part of the game, I know. But if an injury does happen to a player here, it's going to be bad because I don't know if anybody will be able to run the team like two of those. You know, Mike White was struggling in preseason. So was Skylar Thompson. So let's just hope that Tua, whenever it is, he's been getting better at throwing away the ball as well. And that's one of the reasons why we've been getting sacked a lot less. So you got to give it up to our offensive line, to our quarterback, and especially our, you know, our wide receivers. Let's see if, um, if Jalen Waddle does end up playing, but for the most part, I do expect the Dolphins to win. As always, I'm not going to give you a score. I'm not good at predicting scores and stuff, but I know this might be a little bit of a shorter episode. I'm just super excited. Right now, the AFC East is looking at Miami 2-0. Everybody else except for New England is 0-2. So we'll see how it goes. But Dolphins, I do think they win this game. And let me know what you guys think in the comments. If you guys can, follow the Twitter, at LoveMiamiSports. And if you guys can also, go once you go on the Twitter, just go in the link tree and you'll see every single thing there. If you are brand new to this podcast, please consider following it and liking it and giving us some love. Share your thoughts. And in the question below, tell me who do you think is going to win and what's your final score. Anyway, I hope you guys have a beautiful Friday and let's go Fins.